Good evening and welcome to Joy 99.7 FM as we commemorate 25 years of media excellence. This is the post-Valentine edition of Springboard, your virtual university. Thank you for joining us on your favorite leadership and personal development show. This is the platform where your personal values are enriched on a weekly basis. Springboard is brought to you by Legacy and Legacy and your superstation Joy 99.7 FM. The broadcast is made possible by the kind courtesy of a powerful team of leading brands in Ghana committed to the development of our nation's human capital. Springboard would, would like to thank the following companies for supporting our agenda for the year 2020. Let's start with MTN. Most consistent partner over the years, MTN Pulse, just be. The Enterprise Group, Enterprise, your advantage. The advantage of enterprise is hinged on two things, exceptional financial service solutions and legendary service delivery because at Enterprise, we are the best at what we do. UMB Bank, UMB Speed Up, Diggy Bank, let's go. Axis Pension Trust, your reliable partner in pensions. Thank you to Graphic Business, our print media partner. And for you out there listening to us tonight, this is your night. My name is Albert Okran, and I'm here with our virtual academic board chaired by Comfort with support from Matthew Priscilla, David Amos, Emmanuel, and Jojo. Last week, we broached the subject of the, the serious deficit retirement planning from the available statistics on Ghana. Next month on our career segment, we will share a blueprint for the future, a roadmap, a clear guide for planning your future. It will be the same blueprint we'll be using on the Springboard Roadshow. Talking about the Roadshow, it's all set for takeoff in exactly six days' time in Osekrum. Springboard takes off, the Roadshow takes off this, this Saturday at the Calvary Charismatic Center in Kumasi. We'll be in Cape Coast on the 7th of March and in Accra for the Global Convocation on the 21st of March, exactly 34 days from now. Who qualifies? If you are an ambitious emerging leader, a, a graduate, a, a university student, somebody looking out for great things in your future, the starting point is at a springboard roadshow. And if you know somebody in Kumasi, or you plan to be in Kumasi this weekend. Or like Sample did last last year, you will get crashed at the event in Kumasi. Tell somebody I'm giving out a laptop at Kumasi, a brand new smartphone, loads of airtime, and cash. It's all happening at Springboard at Kumasi this weekend. You have a reason to fly to Kumasi, to drive to Kumasi, or to deliberately go for a funeral of somebody's loved one. And the event is absolutely free. They say if you know, you know. Right. Tonight is the most highly anticipated springboard pros and cons debate of all time. It's been raging since we announced it last week with highly entrenched positions. Our online poll is still running on social media. Our, uh, uh, visit Albert Any Okran on Facebook. And so far we have 788 votes cast with one side holding 75% of the votes. Enough to win a presidential election outright. And the other side holding 25%. Which side is in that comfortable lead? I'll tell you at the end of the show. But go to the page and vote if you haven't done so already. And I will announce the results at the end of the show. But my guests for tonight are ready to roll. Arguing for building incrementally is the highly confident Reverend Alan Okome Mensah project management consultant and pastor at ICGC Christ Temple. Pastor Alan, welcome to Springboard. Thank you. And the Kwame. 
Alan Kwame. Okay, very Lisa. important. Right. Arguing for buying is a man who has crafted homes all his life. Samuel Ewell, Chief Executive Officer of Buena Vista Homes. Sam, welcome to Springboard. Thank you very much, Albert. I have great history with these two men, both men of great vision and men of great passion for the things that they do. And tonight promises to be very special. If you have questions or contributions about building or buying, send them by WhatsApp on 24 or post them on our stream on Facebook and we will share them with our listeners and with the world at large. We are mindful that people are listening from the various continents of this world and we trust that the answers we provide will help you make better decisions as you step up on the property ladder as, as part of our agenda for the year 2020. In our Data Skin segment today, Amos asks a simple question. If the salaries are not growing fast enough and housing prices keep skyrocketing, shouldn't our younger population be considering joint ownership of houses? How feasible is it for roommates in Commonwealth Hall or friends in church to co-own and share a house? You don't want to miss Amos' question on the Data Skin segment. In the Game Changer segment, Jojo will tell us one thing that unites both team building and team buying a house. The word planning. Stay tuned for that. But let's start with our quote for the day from American songwriter David Alanco, who says, It is not the beauty of a building you should look at. It is the construction of the foundation that will stand the test of time. It is not the beauty of the building you should look at. It is the construction of the foundation that will stand the test of time. So my question is, is it a case of don't mind the body, mind the engine? In fact... In this case, we want to mind both the body and the engine. So which type of house is good for both the body and the engine? Is it the, the built one or the bought one? Let's find out from my guest for tonight. So here are the rules. This conversation is about two options for owning your own house. As part of the sustainable development goals, the United Nations wants everyone to own their own house. Is it feasible? And in doing so, must you build or must you buy? Those who argue for to build say it is better to build your house yourself. Those who buy argue for buying say pay somebody else to do the hustle and go to bed and step into your house completed. Each side has very strong arguments to support their case. But I'll start by giving each of them five minutes for their preliminary arguments. And then I'm going to bring on the questions that you have thrown in ahead of time, as well as those that are coming in now. And then some of the comments that were made on Facebook and allow my guests to speak to the issue from informed technical perspectives. After their first five minutes of submission, they'll have three minutes to respond to the points raised by the other party and bring clarity from their perspective. Let's start by inviting team build because traditionally we have built houses team buy says they have provided an alternative way a technologically oriented way to make things simpler for us but let's start from the traditional way we have always known so we will give the reverend alan kwame okumi mensa the first five minutes to present his submissions once again if you have thoughts on this send them by whatsapp to zero two four nine 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 five 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 alan there you go. The best quote you read is from an Alan, isn't it? Oh, that was how you were smiling. <laughs> it's all right. Let's go. But the, the, the bottom line is um, if housing is actually a major social asset for everybody, it has no 
look or size for everybody needs housing somebody somewhere to lay your head uh, at night without the rain beating you but the bottom line is about 95% of housing in Ghana is built by the owners I'm talking of from Boku to Hamile, Elubo to Muwa, Boli, Damongo, Kintampo, all regional capitals, anywhere you go, people are putting up their own houses. But the bottom line of it all is not uh, whether to build or to buy. I am saying to build, but when must you build? That is the most important thing, to build, but when must you build? And the fact of the case is this approach of building has room for every form of economic position. It has room for the people who don't have much. It has room for those who want to do it through Nobua. It has room for those who are rich and want to put up their own houses. So my argument is built. The other portion of the build is the fact that it allows you room to plan over a long time. If I see anybody attempting to buy a house, it means that they have waited, maybe refused to plan over the years, and suddenly the need to have a house has become critical, and therefore they have no other option but to look for a completed house to buy. Building, therefore, for me, is something that all the young men out there must start thinking of. By the age you are 25, you must start building and planning to build your own home. And I also want to say that it is not difficult to build. Because most people close their minds as to the fact that they cannot build because buildings are expensive. Jesus Christ was gave us free advice that before you build, you must count the cost. Indeed, um, interestingly, the two of us were trained as uh, building technologies and quantities of year. Jesus Christ himself was a quantities of year. So he said you must start counting the cost. And if the young are to start counting their costs now, by the time they are ready with when they want to own a house, they will be ready to put up their house. And the other interesting thing, Albert, is the fact that you can build a house even in the room you are living in. You can start building in that room. All that you need to do is to start buying your non-perishables. If you have a plan which you must have, by the time you are 25, 26, your dream house must be in your head. You must know the number of doors you need, the number of locks you need, and begin to buy them. One lock at a time into a chop box under your bed in somebody's house will not be seen by anybody. And once you begin to do these small, small things, the funny thing is at a stage you only find out that you need just the shell to make up a home. I do remember that one of my counselors was uh, caught in a web where he was living with the uncle and then suddenly their house was bent down. 
So he was having accommodation and one day he was on the streets and he came to me and said, what must I do? I asked him a simple question. Do you have money for rent? He said, yes. Do you have a piece of land? He said, yes. So let us go and build. And the interesting thing is, Albert, we just built the master bedroom and the kitchen of the whole house. And he moved in. And then started building, completing the house around himself. I even did advise him that um, since uh, thieves normally like nice houses, don't even plaster the outside and go and live in. Finish everything inside, go and live in. And beginning, begin to finish the building inside out. So I believe strongly that every one of us, whether by joining forces with other people as you were suggesting or planning on your own should be able to put up a house. People are going to talk about the fact that against more. Good. Land is 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 going to be a challenge. I tell you that when you are twenty five, plan your building. Go as our pastor said, outside of Accra, drive ten minutes, park and go and ask for a piece of land and you'll get it on encumbered. Five minutes, 11 seconds, Alan Kwame Okwame Mensah says it is definitely to build. His key points, about 95% of the housing in Ghana is built by the owners from Bulga to Hamile to Sunyani to, to Boku to everywhere you can find. He says it's not to build or to buy, it is to build. But when do you build? He says building is for all economic buckets. He says building allows one to plan. And his opinion is that if you buy a house, it means that you must have delayed until last minute and become desperate. He says at 25, you must start building at least. You're building your own home, and you can build your own home in your bedroom, one lock at a time, and you will soon need just the shell to complete it. He, he ends by saying Christ himself was a quantity surveyor and encouraged us to count the cost and build a house. And he himself and his, uh, his other protagonists are both quantity surveyors. So in his opinion, he has won. All right, let me go to, <laughs> Tim, let me go to Tim Bai and let's hear the argument for buying. They say, why bother? Just let us help you. Let's listen to Sami Ewu, CEO of Buena Vista Home. Sam, take it away. Yeah, thank you very much, Albert. Um, I think that all over the world, when you look at the most um, uh, advanced societies and countries, um, the most acclaimed means of owning a home is by buying. And there's a very good reason for, for that. Uh, the benefits that go with buying are in different levels, and I would want to enumerate them. If we, as a nation, adopt the culture of buying, um, we will benefit immensely as a nation. Local authorities will benefit immensely. The building industry will benefit immensely. And every individual who buys equally benefits. Um, when you, as a nation, um, adopt the policy of buying, it makes city master planning more effective because technically, you would be engaging professionals in all the development of the nation. All of us who have had the opportunity to travel outside this country into the Western world can attest to the fact that 
the systems, the build environment is extremely sanitized because people own homes by buying rather than by building themselves. Um, when you go to any society where the opportunity is free and available for people to just build, there is some disorderliness. There is chaos. Um, and I think that if as a nation we adopt what the Western advanced population is doing, which is that individuals are not generally given the opportunity to just build. It helps to coordinate services and recreational facilities within neighborhoods. And it makes the identification of people for tax purposes very easy. So on the, the larger scale, buying is a big advantage to every nation. And I will always advocate that nations um, have policies that encourage their citizens to buy. Again, the local assemblies, if the policy is to buy, local authorities can manage their municipalities better. Identification and addressing systems are easier. Property taxes can be better administered. It will promote orderliness in neighborhoods and it will improve various service provision, waste management, and all kinds of stuff. I, I, I will always advocate that we buy rather than build. Um, you travel across the length and breadth of this nation, and it is clear that there is a lot of disorderliness in the way in which we are building. And it is because individuals who are building may not have the technical competence to put up the structures in the way in which they ought to be. But if the policy is to buy, then we would expect that neighborhoods are, uh, are, are planned ahead of developers taking over to build. Then again, you come to the building industry itself. When the policy is to buy, it gives a lot of opportunity you know, for uh, professionals who have been trained to have a lot to do. In fact, if you go into any nation and um, uh, uh, the economy is down, one of the stimulants is construction. And so when we have construction going on by um, technical people, it is easier to, to, you know, booster the economy of that nation. And then when it comes to the individual yourself, the advantages of buying are so enormous as against building yourself. I say this because there are a number of problems that are associated with building. Uh, problems with land acquisition and its registration, problems with acquisition of permits, problems with the engagement of technical teams. If you want to build well, you will need an architect to do the design, probably even start off by needing a surveyor to be able to allocate your land. You need an architect to do the design, a quantity surveyor to guide with costs, a structural engineer to come in. You need all kinds of people. You need um, um, landscape uh, you know, uh, professionals and all kinds of people to give you that sense of a good neighbor, uh, neighborly, uh, neighborhood to live in. With all of these together, I will advocate that you buy. When you buy, you, you reduce all the problems that you need to have with engaging with artisans. What many people do not know is that even when it comes to materials that are used, I'll give you a typical example, Albert. Take an example of wood. There are different species of wood. 
the guy, the artisan comes to you and says, I need money to go and buy wawa board. But is he really going to buy wawa board? Because there are various wood types that mimic wawa board and have different costs associated with them. But because you being lay would pay this man for wawa board and yet he goes to get you some other wood. Then you go to iron rods. Take um, what we call half-inch iron rods. There are different segments of half-inch iron rods. You are lay. How would you know? Some half-inch iron rods are 10.5 millimeters. Others are 11 millimeters. Some are 12 millimeters. Others are 12.5 millimeters. So there are various technical reasons for which you do not need to carry all this bedding of building. All you need to do mm. is to buy. There are ways in which you can buy Plan. He talked about planning. Yes, if you want to buy, you equally can plan and buy. And then again, um, I think that as a nation, when the options are to buy, what it does for us is that we do not lock capital in a whole lot of uncompleted buildings littered around the entire country. Albert, if we were to value all the buildings that are uncompleted, some started 20 years ago, Others started 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Capital has been locked, and yet people cannot have the benefit and use of these properties as we speak. Why don't we have a culture of buying where mortgage systems are in place? Then you get the benefit of use of the property now, and then unlock capital which you could otherwise have used to do other things, and use them to expand business, do entrepreneurship, and all kinds of things. The argument for buy far, far outweighs the argument for build. But I know that time is running. I will come back and enumerate for you the great advantages on the personal level. I was talking about the advantages on the governmental level, at the local assembly level, and then also looked at it at the building industry level. But I'll come to the real advantages to the personality who is either buying or building. And then we'll lay that one out. 26 minutes past the hour of 7 o'clock. I tell you something, wherever you are, if you know somebody who is not listening, call them on phone, WhatsApp them, send them a message urgent message. Tell them, Charlie, this is a national debate about owning or building or buying a house. But put the two of them together and there's one simple understanding. You must own your own house. It is non-negotiable. So it's more about the how to own your own house rather than whether you should or should not own your house. At least that's one thing both parties agree to. Well, it is 27 minutes past the hour of 7. We are trying to break down the various arguments. If you just joined us, let me summarize the thoughts of Mr. Samuel Ewu, passionately arguing that we should build, we should buy, sorry. And somebody says he's an interested party because he, he builds and sells houses. So he says, buy. <laughs> he says, all over the world, the most acclaimed means of owning a home is buying. He says the benefits can be categorized like a county surveyor, into four blocks, the national benefits, local authority benefits, building industry benefits, and individual benefits. He says the nation benefits by master planning by professionals. When you are descending to London and you see the houses arranged, you see the spaces, you say this one, it is professionally designed. He says free building is chaotic and disorderly. Buying allows for the service lines and utilities to be well planned. He says it allows for easy identification for tax purposes and at that moment the minister of finance smiled and said he must we must buy <laughs> he says on the local authority level there's easy identification of people orderliness in construction 
service delivery and once again for tax purposes and the mayor of Accra said amen then he says individuals who plan their buildings lack technical competence and when they buy the neighborhoods are planned before buyers uh, or builders are allowed to get in and for that reason it is more orderly he says the building industry one of the biggest benefits is that building or construction is itself a major boost for the economy he says Every society that wants to to stimulate the economy looks to construction. He enumerates a couple of benefits of the individual. He says it, it helps you to avoid problems with land acquisition, land security, having to pay different professionals like architects, QS, structural engineers, landscape engineers. And he says you get to also avoid artisanal problems, especially with imitation procurement. So he says plan to buy. Don't lock capital in uncompleted buildings around the whole country. And when you do that through a mortgage, you unlock capital and you get your house now. What side of the argument do you belong to? I'm going to share your thoughts that you have shared with me in a few minutes and then allow, when I come back from this break, allow my guests to also give their counter-arguments against what the first other party has said. Because I'm sure that when when um, Kwame or Kwame Mensa was talking, someone was tapping his, his feet and saying, I'll get you, I'll get you that point. And, and likewise, uh, Reverend has just sugared and, and, and folded his arms just waiting to just finish someone on some of the points that he raised. But listen, one thing is clear, you must own your own house. But how do you do it? Do you buy or do you build? Even when you, you even when you even when you, you buy, you still build. And when you build you still buy. But which one is which? We'll talk about that when we come back from this break. But Springboard is brought to you by Legacy and Legacy and Joy ninety nine point seven FM. And we are partnered in this project by fine brands like MTN, MTN Pulse, Just B, the Enterprise Group, Enterprise Your Advantage, UMB Bank, UMB Speed Up, Digibank, Let's Go, and Access Pension Trust, your reliable partner in pensions. Let me go for a brief commercial break. When I come back, let's talk about what you have been saying, and let's find out what are the results of that poll that has been running since Friday. Please don't go away. When you don't have the Enterprise Advantage app, you're not in control. Boss. Yes, I could see. I'm at where they sell the coats. What size do you like? Ah, what coats? Coat, coat, office coats. Ah, I said get me a coat. Quotation from Enterprise. Ah, you pan. Oh. Well, what coat? Save yourself from the stress. Take advantage of the Enterprise Advantage app. Make your claims, check statements, request for a coat, and buy a policy from any of our subsidiaries. What's more, you can also get health tips, traffic information, find mechanic shops, and more on your Enterprise Advantage app. Download the Enterprise Advantage app on Google Play and Apple Store now. Here is to 95 years of trust. Enterprise, your advantage.
All right, so it's it's 28 minutes to the hour of 8 o'clock. And as you can guess, the debate is raging. Somebody says, Charlie, open the phone lines. Open the phone lines. We have to talk. I will see what I can do about that. But it is, it is about to build or to buy. And people are asking, people are talking about their own experiences. Let me share a few of them with you. And let's find out. Let's find out what people are saying on social media. But the poll has 788 votes. Um, Francis Kennedy Oclude, the man they called awareness general, says, Stories of buying where inferior materials are used are too much. Buyers allege that they have to keep re- replacing inferior materials and even dealing with cracks. Prince Lloyd Nyako, pastor, says, I tried buying a house and I regretted the quality I was presented with. I later asked for a refund and lost part of it and therefore decided to build my house myself. Edward Senadi says, this is, uh, this is absolutely no ex- substitute for experience. You build upon what you have by going through the mill. All right, let me go to Lawrence Otu says, after all the stresses I have to go through, I've come to the conclusion that it is better to buy, hopefully a customized one. Lawrence Kwafu says, building has many advantages, but the major drawback is the land security. If you are not lucky, you lose both the land and the structure on it, and that's a personal experience. Carl Ahude is writing from Liberia. He says here in Liberia, building is usually the preferred option because of the experience of dishonest people and um, you encounter in the process of building. And that is a perspective from Liberia. Pastor Jerry Panu says the, ma- the major challenge with building in Ghana is land litigation, but the benefits are enormous. I'm going to ask my guests to speak to some of the big issues that are coming up from your comments. Arthur Roberts says the best route is a mix of two. Buy a service plot and then build it yourself. Samuel Okan Boy says buying perhaps is the ideal way, but building is not bad when one has a trusted developer to manage the process. Kobiasma just gives a checklist. He says, Charlie, the answer is not a yes or no. It depends on the first time buy whether the person is a first time buyer, whether it is cash or mortgage, whether it the cash flow of the person, whether it's for investment or personal use, whether the the age of the buyer, the value of the house. Say come with Charlie, your form program. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, one man made 10 points. All right. He asked even the temperament of it. How you say you even had a tribe? <laughs> Nana Kofi Bwede rising from London says, for first time buyers who have a steady job um, but don't have access to capital, you are safe to jump on the housing ladder through a mortgage. Kwesi Che Dakwa KKD says, building takes more time if you choose not to be beholden to the cocktails, cocktails of bankers or lenders. Building allows you to create the peculiar space you desire for your family and yourself. And you get to experience the highs and lows of creating a controlled habitat. Christian Diaba says, to build would have been better and less expensive, but these artisans need to need close supervision by a professional. Let me end this round with the thoughts of Peter Achuchikata, who is a housing person, and he says, all these uncompleted houses you see dotted all over the place in Ghana are truly hard-earned cash buried in concrete, not generating any income over the long periods of being idle and uncompleted. Something that Samuel Ewell alluded to. But let me go to, let me come back to you, Alan, for your rebuttal and your your response to the thoughts raised by Samuel Ewell. He makes a very strong point about the benefits to the nation, to the um, municipalities or local authorities to the building industry and most importantly to the individual. What would be your response to that, Alan? My response is very simple. We should not allow our government and our municipalities to be lazy. 
It's as simple and straightforward as that. What is happening in Ghana, which must be controlled and which uh, my friend was capitalizing on, is the fact that we have left selling of building plots to the traditional authorities, which is a very wrong approach to this whole building thing. We must build, and we must build by getting land that has been organized by the local authorities. They must be the first point of call for land acquisition because the buildings are built for them to benefit, and they do benefit from them. I mean, they collect all the uh, ground rent and property tax from these people. So I believe strongly that that we must build our own, but we must build based on planned municipalities by the municipal assemblies. They shouldn't leave that planning to individuals and to local In your opinion, once the land issue is resolved, it's build, build, build. Yeah, yeah, build, 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 build. Right. Because you see... Let let me come to Samuel. Samuel, you, you tried to to point to the fact that ultimately it's the benefit to the individual that justifies the buy option. You want to um, touch a bit on that? Yes, um, Albert, um, the, the, stress, the stress of land acquisition in Ghana at the moment and the time it takes you to register your land, to legitimize your land, it's, it takes so long. I don't know, I mean, anybody who has bought land in this country will attest to the double sale scenarios, having to contend with land guards and all kinds of, of, of things. I think that if you buy or buy with a mortgage, um, you have the benefit of the house immediately. That is very important. Um, Alan alluded earlier on that people who buy are people who may not have planned early enough and waited till later. But that is not true. Why will I commit hard-end currency and lock it into a project that cannot look finished for me to occupy and have full benefit now and just be doing it, excuse how I put it, lalasulala, on a building? No. You can... How how do you spell (laughs) lalasulala? No, you can actually plan well enough look at your resources today and determine what kind of house I can arrange to buy, which will be supported by my income today, so that I have a decent place to live with family. The biggest argument most people have against um, against buying seems to be two things. One is expensive, uh, huge um, money up front. And two, it seems to be seeping through from the comments on social media that people think that when they buy, they get to get houses built with inferior materials. You want to speak to that? Yes, I, uh, Albert, um, it, it is a rather erroneous impression that buying is more expensive than building. I will tell you, if you take the build, most if you take um, the, the, the developments that are, are done for sale, it's done mostly by um, developers who acquire the land, put in, lay out an infrastructure, and then they build the house. Every development on the average has 35% of the cost component 
as cost of land and infrastructure. And the reason why you would want you would want um, to buy from an organized neighborhood is that it gives the property you have value. There's a difference between cost and value of a property. It's a big issue. We'll come back to that very, very shortly. So it's 20 minutes to the hour of 8 o'clock. If you just joined us, someone will be saying that don't just think about the cost. Also think about the value, the resale value. There's some cars that when you buy them, it's nice. But when you're selling them, nobody will buy it. So buy a property that when you have to sell, the value would have gone up by, by some margin. In the meantime, Alan says, listen, it's not even a debate. Just let the local authorities uh, and uh, the owners of land organize the seal of land properly. Once that is done, it's a build they build all the way. When I come back, I'm going to come to Alan and to um, Samuel to respond to more of the questions that are coming from our listeners. But let me go to our data is king segment. A simple question. Should roommates plan to own a house together and just split it, Charlie? Joint hall, maybe separate bedrooms. It's something that we should be thinking about and talking about, even if you don't do it. From some research that came out from the United Kingdom, um, it was taken away. So, our data is king segment provides credible data for decision making, analysis, and prediction. And tonight, our statistic is on first time home buyers in the UK. So, according to Money Supermarket, far fewer young people in the UK own a home now. During the last 40 years, the proportion of 16 to 24-year-olds owning their own home has declined from 33% to 10%. Two key reasons explain this trend. Number one is that there is greater financial barrier. So salaries have risen at a slow pace. And number two, tougher housing market house prices have risen steeply. So the question we are asking is, do you think shared ownership could help you get on the um, housing ladder, the property ladder? Right. So I'm going to ask my guest, but before that, the statistic that led to um, this research, according to the same money supermarket, Alan and, and, and Sam, was that 85% of 25 to 34 year olds in the UK are more likely to be saving for a home than other age groups. Um, Alan, you mentioned that at 25 bounds, you should be either moving towards or planning to own your home. And in the UK, they are saying that 85% of 25 to 34 year olds are more likely to be on the road to owning their own homes. And they are saying that number has dropped slightly. Um, for the 16-24 year olds because of rising cost of homes and then also salaries that are not um, rising fast enough. But to even have a conversation about housing housing ownership by 16-24 year olds tell, tell us that it is in other economies, owning a house is almost a given. It's not a debate at all about whether you should yeah. own. And, and so that, that's one point that... Um, is very strongly represented by these statistics. But the issue about joint ownership, does it make sense? Uh, it depends on it. Uh, one of the things I will advocate is most people stampede themselves into failure by attempting to build what they call their dream home right. from scratch or from the onset. The first thing you must do is find a roof over your house. 
get into it, then you can plan better that dream house. Because normally, when you attempt to build your dream house, and all those people who want to build, they should listen to me. Four-bedroom house, five-bedroom house with a room for each child is a non-starter. It's a non-starter in the sense that your children are supposed to leave home, and they will leave you in that big house, and you won't have any use for it. So plan for the optimum space. But I believe that if you are starting, like you're saying, it will not be out of place for two young people to go get a piece of land and build units that can accommodate them at that point in time on it. And most, then, most, most people for exciting solutions that young people can apply immediately and get some value. One, at one point you made a land that I find very helpful, and that came up also from our last month's discussion um, with Cecil and uh, Dansua, was that don't try to start life with a dream house. Don't go for a five-bedroom. No way, no way. I mean, whether you are building or buying, start with something modest, and then and then with time you can add on, you can graduate, you can sell and rebuy another, another one, anything. But let me come to you. Um, I almost said Merino. <laughs> some, some it will, uh, culturally, are we pro-joint ownership? No, culturally, we are not um, pro-joint ownership. Um, the kind of system we have here, I would rather um, people come together and acquire a certain parcel of land big enough. Like an acre? No, like 10 acres. Okay. And team up to do the infrastructure or layout or plan their own neighborhood, even if they want to build. And I'm saying that because... um, Thank you very much. I'm saying that because most of the time, most of the time, the the built environment, the self-built environment is very uncoordinated. Somebody's front is facing somebody's back. Somebody's waste is, is, is being discharged into somebody's uh, you know, front. And it's, 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 it's terrible. So even if people need to come together um, to have some joint ownership, I think we should rather be looking at joint owning space of land and planning that space together. And then also getting some professionals to actually plan it for them before they begin to build if they want to even do anything um, related to joint ownership. But culturally, it's difficult for even siblings to want to own a, a, a piece of property. Because your soup will be subject to audit. It will create all kinds of problems. All right, let me go for the Game Changer segment, and Jojo will be telling us about planning. Both, both sides of the argument strongly spoke about planning. So let's find out what you just say about planning on the Game Changer segment. But I will tell you this. When I come back, I'm going to tell you the official results of the poll over 48 hours. 800 votes. Let's find out what they are saying. Are they saying that they, have, they are still on the traditional trajectory of building or they have been convinced by the recent developments to consider buying? Please don't go away. So earlier this week, we were preparing for a long-distance trip. The roads were terrible, and we were actually dreading the journey. Before we left, my colleague asked the driver if he had a rope to tow the car if we got stuck. Beaming with pride, the driver said, This car is very strong. It's like it has an inbuilt winch. It cannot get stuck. 
we were in the dry season, so we just nodded our heads and forgot about it. After an eventful day that involved pushing a stranger's car and fixing a flat tire, we were just looking forward to a full night's rest. And then the unthinkable happened. It started raining, and a wrong turn meant we were suddenly stuck in the mud. The car with the so-called inbuilt winch roared with fury and tried to dig itself out, but we were well and truly stranded. We flagged down a passing truck, and although 10 strong men stopped to help us push the car, nothing happened. We needed to be towed, but surprise, surprise, we didn't have a rope. For just a moment, it looked like we were going to have to sleep in the forest, but luckily, the truck driver lent us his rope. Within two minutes, the car we had spent over an hour trying to push got dragged out of the mud. This week, our game changer is planning. By planning ahead and bringing a rope, we could have saved ourselves hours of anxiety, stress, and a few pairs of ruined shoes. Planning is even more critical for our businesses. Per the Harvard Review, startups which plan ahead are 16% more likely to be successful than those that don't. Another study of over 11,000 businesses showed that planning helped businesses to grow 30% faster and actually benefited existing businesses even more than startups. Archbishop Richard Cushing put it best, Always plan ahead. It wasn't raining when Noah built the ark. This week, let us purposefully plan while the sun is bright in the sky so that we can smile when it starts raining. This has been The Game Changer with Jojo Okran. Have a phenomenal week. Right, so planning. It wasn't raining when Noah built the ark. So whether you are building or you are buying, you must plan. I'm going to give you the results very shortly, but the phone lines are open. The number to call... The number to call zero three zero two two one six five four one. That's the number to call if you want to contribute to this discussion. Zero three zero two two one six five four one or zero two four four three four zero four three seven. When you call, it's a simple question: Do you believe in building or you believe in planning? Let me take a message from our sponsors. When I come back, the phone lines are open. You can call now zero three zero two two one six five four one or zero two four four three four zero four three seven. Let's take a message and then let's take your calls. UMB was established in 1972 as the premier bank for the corporate and private sector in Ghana. From our very beginning, as the only Ghanaian bank serving all categories of businesses, we set a standard for excellence and innovation over the past 45 years. We've built a financially healthy and strong bank, demonstrated our commitment to our customers and to growing businesses, and exhibited originality and innovation at every turn. At UMB, our focus is built around people, service, products, and technology. These are the key to our present success and our future triumphs. At UMB, we are poised to make a difference not only with our customers, but also in the banking industry. We invite you to share in our future. Our future starts now with you. How do you intend to sustain yourself when you retire? My children will take care of me when I'm retired. I am a professional. I can work till 80. Some people leave their retirement to chance. How are you planning yours? Your attitude today can help you avoid struggling to survive when you retire. With 50 Ghana City's monthly investment in the Axis Pension Plan, you can accumulate 700,000 Ghana cities in 30 years. This investment will guarantee you retirement income that far exceeds your current income. Visit www.axispension.com to sign up or call 0302 543 287 or 054 
0244-321-966 for details. Axis Pension Trust, your reliable partner in pensions. 0302216541 is the number to call and the question is simple. To build or to buy? Isan says it's not an absolute theory, but it depends on whether the house is a home or an investment property. Building also involves an emotional investment that is best suited for when you're going to live in it by yourself. But if you are more interested in renting out, it is better to buy. So he just provides a very simple perspective. But if you are living in it, consider building because of the emotional investment. All right, so hello, good evening. Uh, could you kindly lower the volume on your radio set so we can hear you very clearly? Your name, please. Okay, Albert. Uh, my name is Barry. I'm calling from Agoba. So, Barry, are you are you in favor, are you in favor of building or buying? In fact, Albert, for me, it is both ways. Uh, actually, depending on your age, I would say that uh, if you are very young and I mean, you are looking at owning a house in the future, you should stop planning to build. But then you get to a certain age in your life where depending on what you are doing and the perks you are getting, you might have an opportunity to be able to make an outright purchase. And I think you should take it. Thank so, you very much, uh, Parry. Let me, me, let, me, let me leave it here so I can get a number of other calls. So you are saying that uh, it works both ways, but the age should be a factor. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening, sir. Kingsley, what, what do you vote for, build or buy? No, I vote for building because I'm a lecturer in building technology. So, easily because you're a you, you vote for building. Yes, because uh, land acquisition and uh, all that and shoddy materials have been. And then financing it, we don't have the rate. The inflation is something. So, you can go in, they will lobby you into it. When you get into it, you really know that you can't finish paying until you retire. Thank you very much, Kingsley. So, you think we should, we should build and we should not buy. All right, let me take a couple more. Hello, good evening. Okay, sir. Good evening. Yes, your name. Where are you calling from? I'm Michael. I'm, I'm calling from East London. Michael, are you vote? Are you voting for building or buying? I'm actually voting for building. All right. Thank you very much, Michael. Let me take a couple more, and then I'm going to come to tell you the, the results of that poll. Hello. Good evening. Hello. Good evening. Your name. Where are you calling from, please? Uh, my name is Gabriel. I'm calling from Spain. Gabriel, are you are you building or buying? Okay. So for me, it, it, it depends on. Uh, the situation. If the person is into a former uh, employment, then you can go for the mortgage system. But let's ask ourselves, how many people in Ghana are into the former sector? Right. That, that is my issue. Right. Thank but you I very much. Quite, quite Thank you very much, Gabriel. Let's take one last caller and then the messages are just pouring. Asari from La Paz, good evening. Good evening. Are you building or you are buying? How... We'll go for buying because you see um one thing in our, you know in our part of the world um the technicians and artisans that are supposed to help you in building a house are not i would say to the required standard so if Thank you, you very much give, uh, sorry you will go for you will go for buying 
Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you very much. All right. So I, I'll tell you something. People have very, very strong positions. Bobo, my tennis mate says, Charlie, I will vote for building, but I will buy the land from a real estate developer rather than the chiefs. <laughs> so he will combine the two of you, buy the land from you, and then build himself. I'll give you a minute. I'll give you a minute each to give us your closing thoughts. But coming up next is a walk with Jesus, and the topic is parenting in the digital world. I love that one. The guest is Reverend Oscar Sripi, and on phone we'll join by Kofida as the CEO of Rankard and the host, Pastor Abraham, are you hosting the show or it is Pastor Atu or it is Pastor Ransford? All right. So it's a walk with Jesus right after this. But let me give a closing thought to Alan and Sam. But not before I tell you the results of the online poll. As, as at when I checked five minutes ago, 795 of our, uh, our, our viewers or our uh, subscribers on Facebook had voted on this poll about to build or to buy since Friday. 596 representing 75% of the vote say they will build. 25%, 199 people say they will buy. Maybe while we are talking, one was added to make it 200. But you know, I think while you think building is a is a is a is a is a, is a stress-free solution. I think we've come some way from the original idea of of building uh, to buying, but there's still some ground to cover in terms of getting more people to to see the the buying as the ideal solution. Yeah, indeed. But I think it's just because um, people in making the choice to buy need to go through certain processes um, to determine the right sources where they should buy from. And there are things to do, due diligence, checking um, the website of the, the, the developer, going to their site. So would it be your contention that if you find the right developer, it's a buy-buy-buy? It's a buy-buy-buy. Right. Alan, your closing thoughts. Well, in the book, The Richest Man in Babylon, says uh, there's a clause that says that build a home in which your children can play without disturbing your neighbors. And that only can happen when you build and you don't buy. Huge. Plot, <laughs> small building, so All they right. can play the ball over the wall. But don't eat your doors, don't wear your windows, don't squander your floor tires in junk food. Save. That's about lifestyle change. We'll yeah, talk about that's that in right. our subsequent programs. No, no, yeah, but before they, we go tonight, I want to remind you that the Springboard Roadshow starts from Kumase this weekend. Our friends in KNUST will pass through KNUST on Friday and really shake it at the KNUST Entrepreneurial Clinic on Friday afternoon. I'm coming with some big, big friends of mine, massive people in in, in society to come and just, just encourage uh, KNUSD friends to go into entrepreneurship but on Saturday it's at the Calvi Charismatic Center from from 12 noon till 5pm. I'm telling you something we won't talk about just property, we'll talk about finance, we'll talk about career we'll talk about health, we'll talk about preparing for the future in multiple layers and the, there are going to be those big wow moments where you get to win a laptop a brand new smartphone loads of airtime and cash Charlie if you have a talent and you want to win a prize for that talent, just call the number 024 and they'll show you how to register for the talent show at Springboard. But our cry event, the Global Convocation, is on the 21st of March. In between that is Cape Coast on the 7th of March. My name is Albert Okran, and a big thank you to Alan Okome Mensa Kwame and Samuel Merino Ewu for joining us for this debate. Both of you are winners because you've given our listeners invaluable information to help them make the right choices. And you've answered some of the crucial questions on their hearts and minds. I want to say a big thank you and God bless you. Good night.